864-654-1155 or go to clemsondowns.com. Go Tigers! The Mickey Plyler Show, forming the upstate since circa 1834. Dang, that is old. Monday through Friday, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. Come on, Mr. Weatherman. Just, I don't think I'm being unreasonable. It's unreasonable to, say, to think, hey, what's it going to do two weeks from now? It's not unreasonable to say, what's it going to do two hours from now? And yesterday, once again, they just completely whiffed. Hey, you don't want to whiff uh, over at Katichi right now, C-A-T-E-E-C-H-E.com. Um, you want, hey, uh, you hit the driver 500 yards, Morgan Thomas. Imagine how far you hit the stealth two. Uh, from Taylor May, demo day, Saturday, noon to five. Got to sign up in advance, shannonatkatichi.com. Imagine how far you hit the paradigm from Callaway. Demo day, 11 to four, a week from Saturday, the 25th. Katichi, C-A-T-E-C-H-E.com, shannonatkatichi.com. Go by and sign up for either of those days. While you're over there, might as well play golf. You know, might as well get to 18 holes in. Might as well just uh, maybe even sign up for an Andrew uh, Oliphant lesson. Do it with my great friends over at Katichi, C-A-T-E-E-C-H-E-E.com. To our guest lines, Thursday, 805 means Paul Strelo, TigerIllustrated.com. Good morning, Paul. How are you doing this morning? Doing great, Mickey. Hope you guys are as well. We are. A, a couple of things. I got some some uh, a text message that asked me last week to ask you, and mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Uh, I answered him on here instead, but um, and they asked a question this week. Uh, that says, Paul, ask Paul about in-state offensive line prospects going elsewhere for the last two cycles. Tell me where I'm wrong here, Paul. What I, what I said back was Freeling was an out-of-state kid who moved to Hilton Head, never really gave Clemson that much of a shot. Anderson uh, gave Clemson a, a fair shot, but South Carolina fan and South Carolina staff at Norman. Pringle and Thompson were South Carolina fans, and Franks is the one that kind of grew up a Clemson kid, but still up in the air, but South Carolina's worked really hard there. What would you add or take away from that? text message back to, to our listener. I think that's a pretty good summation. And I think you even, you know, I, I think it's as much an optics issue as it is a, you know, is it a real football issue? Um, you know, you could add in Sullivan Absher from, from North Carolina, uh, just across the border who I, I think it, you know, is probably as good as any of them. And to me, it comes down to the ones you, you get. Uh, so if you're able to get, you know, a, a Harris Sewell, Ian Reed from from Texas, both those guys. You know, I, I think that you'll take kind of the clay from clay there. You know, guys that Texas, Texas A and M wanted. Uh, you know, over. You know, I think historically, I think historically we tend to you know you overrate the local kid. Whether you're in South Carolina looking at the South Carolina kid, Texas looking at the Texas kid. Uh, you know, you, you kind of overvalue based on geography, uh, whether what matters is can the kid play. But I do think there, is, there becomes a bit of an image issue uh, where over two classes, 
you know, if you're not able to win certain recruitments. And I think as you break down the individual ones, there are certainly a lot of logical reasons there why certain ones went elsewhere. Um, you know, uh, I think I think Franks would be the toughest one to digest from a recruiting standpoint because that would just feel like you got beat in recruiting. Um, uh, when you had things there kind of, I don't know necessarily on a pedestal, but you've got a lot in your favor uh, with Blake Franks going in. So for South Carolina to kind of swoop in and, and potentially win that recruitment, and I don't think that one is necessarily over yet, but I think it's, you know, there are reasons to think that he will, you know, will eventually pick the Gamecocks. You know, I, I think that would feel just like, you know, almost a mirror image of the game back in November where, all right, that's one Clemson should win. They're leading, they're leading, and then bang, 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 what do you know, South Carolina wins, and it's kind of the the, the heart kind of ripped out emotionally. So I, I think from a, a you know an emotional, sentimental, uh, and as well as, you know, uh, a recruitment you think you should win, uh, Blake Franks, I think, falls under that umbrella more than any of the others. Uh, but for Clemson, what matters in the end is what offensive linemen they do end up getting because – I don't think, you know, you know uh, recruiting is important, uh, but I think if you really look at the big scale uh, of offensive linemen, you know, there isn't, it's not like there is a ton of difference uh, as you go through the tiers on a lot of guys. Now, Franks is one that they want uh, and one that they value, uh, but I, you know, as far as, you know, uh, I think offensive line, you look at a lot differently than say, all right, if you don't get Trevor Lawrence, you know, the, the next guy down in line is going to be, uh, you know, a much lower level. I don't think you get that with offensive line recruiting. There's a lot to be determined on what a guy is going to be after three, four, five years. Uh, uh, maybe four. Is the number four on the offensive line this year? Three or four? What's the number for offensive line? I believe the offense, I believe the number will be four. I think you'll see Clemson take two offensive tackle types and then two guys that, you know, uh, kind of their their prototype has always been guys who who play guard, could move out to tackle. Kind of, you know, they can play both, but maybe there there are some guys who profile a little better at guard, uh, but could give you some versatility. So I think two of those and two tackles. All right. So the names on the list, as far as guys that uh, you say it's important, the who you get, not who you lose, from an mm-hmm. offensive line standpoint. Some of the names that, that Tiger fans could be following. Oh, I think two of the, you know, some of the, I guess it depends on tackles or the, the interior part. You know, I think Jamison Riggs, uh, a, we've got him as a high three-star out of Hiram, Georgia. Uh, he was also with with Franks. You know, those were the, the two on at Clemson's Elite Junior Day, along with Josiah Thompson, the tackle out of Dillon, uh, who, you know, I think Riggs is someone, you know, you've kind of seen his stock take off here with Ohio State coming into the picture. Tennessee's been recruiting him hard. I think those are those are the two you know big competitors for him right now uh, that, that with against Clemson. That I think, but I think Clemson's in a you know as good a spot, if not a better spot, than anybody else as circumstances stand. You know they're bringing in Casey Poe, who from Lindale, uh, Texas, a pre-existing relationship with new offensive coordinator Garrett Riley. TCU had offered, and I think Clemson's culture and profile resonate there similar to Ian Reed and Harris Sewell those two Texas types so 
you know, I think that, that Clemson's got a real shot there once they get him on campus, have a visit. You know, I think that I think in the end Clemson will be a finalist for him. You know, where what direction he ends up going, I don't know. But I think Clemson will have Clemson will be very much involved in, in that recruitment. And and you're swinging for a bunch of you know, some of the bigger name offensive tackles. You know, I, I think it's it highly likely Josiah Thompson matriculates to South Carolina, another one that South Carolina territory, Gamecock fan growing up, but he has given Clemson every fair shot there. Uh, and I think likes Clemson, but I think just more, much more adds up for South Carolina's favor. I think you'll see some new offers go out this spring uh, to guys who it's just a matter of can they get them on campus to get the offer. A couple of a Massachusetts offensive linemen, you know, that are kind of from the, the, the private school area up there, uh, intrigued them. Uh, some higher-end types, uh, Aguerby Lambert uh, out of Massachusetts, trying to get him on campus. So I think that you'll see the, the pool of candidates expand uh, and while they still go after a, a Blake Frazier from Texas, who was Ian Reed's teammate, a Michigan legacy. Uh, his recruitment's kind of blown up. So we'll see where that one goes. But uh, I think that's kind of the ones you're seeing being juggled right now. And as well as Clemson still trying to get Blake Franks. Uh, and our information, while, while I think that South Carolina has the advantage right now, and my understanding is that one, that one still is not a done deal uh, one way or the other. And so, you know, things can change, and, and maybe they will. Did it surprise you Thompson and Franks both dropped from the uh, rivals' top 250? It did. Uh, I've got, you know, while they're – there are always disagreements in rankings, and and you know I try and take things diplomatically as well as being a company company guy. I mean, Frank's was at number two fifty, uh, so if you're moving out, you know new guys in who you've just kind of you know uh, taken a greater liking to, you know I don't know that that necessarily reflects poorly on Frank's uh, to kind of be be docked one spot down and or, or whatever and fall out for Josiah Thompson to drink uh, to to fall. Uh, you know, out from 150, uh, 152, I believe, all the way out, was not one I first saw coming, nor one I agree with. Uh, you know, I think there is a legit debate, in my opinion, uh, my eye at least, uh, on Cam Pringle versus Josiah Thompson as the best lineman in the state. Uh, and I don't know that that Pringle is is you justify him being ranked as high as number 40, which is where we have him. But I don't think Josiah Thompson, you know, is outside of the rivals 250. I think he is the the guy you know he is going to be a tackle. He has tackle feet, big long frame. You know, there are some great tools there. Uh, and you know, you want to see him kind of. You know, I don't know that he's got necessarily the mean disposition, but uh, there there's a lot to like about Josiah Thompson. Uh, and so. Him going out of the 250, there there just aren't that many, that many tackle types like him, to where I think his value belongs in that group. Had a high school coach tell me the other day that Thompson's better than Pringle. I didn't argue. I said, but I'll ask Paul about that. And I think he made that pretty clear. There's at least a discussion as far as that is concerned uh, at this point. Uh, same texture wants to know about uh, Paler wide receiver at North Carolina, saying that it had been framed as a Clemson and NC State deal, but South Carolina's making a lot of noise there as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think Alex Taylor, his teammate, is the one I had framed as Clemson NC State, where I think it's a little little wider group with Taylor. Uh, you know, I, I think Taylor is certainly to be believed when he said at the moment that uh, South Carolina was his leader, but I think 
South Carolina has done a great job through social media uh, of really kind of promoting themselves and making a lot of these kids feel loved and getting the attention from Beamer, just from their energy. Uh, and so I think that's that's where you've seen that influence. And when Paler hasn't visited really anywhere over the course of the month, uh, you know, I think I think there are a lot of impressionable young guys out there, and I think you're going to see the lead change. Uh, you know, I think there are several schools that feel like they lead for Paler or haven't even been told uh, by Paler or people around him that they lead. So I think that that's one where I think South Carolina is certainly in contention uh, and could be the choice over time. Uh, you know, but I don't know that 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 we're that far down the road uh, in South Carolina advancing its cause. I think that one will, you know, the, the people I talk to believe that that one's going to change hands several times and kind of goes on a maybe even a per visit, uh, you know, process. So I think there there's still a ways to go, uh, and we will see in the spring and and probably in through June official visits what what that course eventually is. But I think, you know, I think the schools and the best ch- with the best chances are. Clemson, South Carolina, North Carolina, NC State, uh, you know, Ohio State, be, you know, being a possibility there, but I don't know that he goes that far from home, and I don't know that that Ohio State doesn't have probably higher ranked, bigger guys on their radar. Paul Streeler is our guest, TigerIllustrated.com. Um, March the 11th is the next big day. Uh, February is a quiet mm-hmm. period, by the way, so so that's why you're not seeing a, a visits by anybody at this point. Uh, March the 11th, any news, anything to look forward to? I know that will be a fluid list leading up to that, but uh, anything about the upcoming date? You know, I think Clemson is really just starting to get out some invitations to that. You know, I, I think, you know, if you've ever dealt with teenagers, they don't plan that far ahead. <laughs> And aren't uh, aren't that reliable? So you you wait a little closer, a little closer to a date to try and you know, save the date. But I think that you're now starting to see that gonna go out. And and while it is a significant date, you know I think it's I, I if you're if you're Clemson and you're a lot of these schools, the junior days in March and and April often aren't as big a deal. You just want to get the kid on campus whenever you can. And a lot of times that is spring break or there's a particular weekend where a coach or a family member can bring you up. So I think Clemson will, will have a number, you know, there will be a greater concentration of prospects and the next line of offers and targets coming in for that junior day. But I think you'll see uh, the big picture is who all do they get in for the course of that, that five, six weeks of the spring uh, with spring ball there. So, you know, I, I think the one of the bigger storylines is, you know, I think we've kind of documented at least a half dozen highly regarded receivers coming in over the course of the month who don't have specific dates lined up yet. But I am very interested to see in what, you know, there's a huge pool of talent coming in at receiver over these five, six weeks. What impression Clemson can kind of make and, and what will the where will the board take shape, you know, based on the stature of a lot of these guys who are about to come in. All right, tell us it's a very busy time for you. There's an awful lot going on. You and Larry do a great job with it. Tell us about Tiger Illustrated subscribing and what's on the docket. Sure, we got we've got more on uh, Blake Frank's recruitment up on the site now. Uh, but uh, as just referenced, we've got uh, you know a lot coming as the pieces start coming together for that March 11th Junior Day, as well as just in general Clemson. 
you know, really aiming to get a lot of different kids on, on campus here over the course of March and April as it sets everything in motion, you know, really probably moving toward their, their June official visit weekend. But I, I think Clemson is being more, more proactive, I think, uh, right now and, and, and getting, getting options lined up for this recruiting class. And I think we're about to see a, a, a good bit more movement in the, the building of this class, whether, you know, from commitments to uh, expanding the board at certain certain places. So, uh, you know, this is kind of the dominoes being moved now with communication and, and a lot of a lot to report on here over these next few weeks. Place to find it, TigerIllustrated.com. As usual, always enjoy it. Looking forward to visiting with you next week and uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you then. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Mickey. Paul Strelo, TigerIllustrated.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Open phone lines, open text lines. Adam and Cody Roofing text line, 654-ROAR. I have Tiger Woods prop bets for this week uh, for the degenerate gamblers. Short break, much more after this. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. If you or someone you know has been unable to work full-time and has been dealing with a veteran's disability case or TDIU claim on their own for several years and has received a hearing notice, it still isn't too late to get a lawyer for your case. Let's improve your chance of victory with your case today. With the team at Thompson & King, they know veterans' law. It's never too late to know more about your case and be as prepared as possible. Call Thompson & King at 864-222-0200 or visit thompsonking.com and let us help you. Drake Auto Sales, where you can find a quality used vehicle that will keep you on the road. Home of the free, free six months or 6,000 miles powertrain warranty, free unlimited car washes for three months, free XM radio for three months on equipped vehicles with every vehicle. Free, free, free. With their guaranteed credit approval, you could be driving a nicer, newer car today. Give them a call at 864-804-6778 or visit drakeautosales.com. 118 Rainbow Lake Road in Boiling Springs. We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation Specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawl space repair. Call us today for a free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialists at 864 864- 864 
864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Mr. Knickerbocker isn't just a store. It's a lifestyle. Shop 100% collegiate licensed tailgating items, gifts, decals, apparel, pet products, hats, and more for all Clemson sports all year long. With four locations to serve you, shop Clemson on College Avenue or the Lifestyle Store, Seneca at Hartwell Village, Greenville on Woodruff Road, or online at MrKnickerbocker.com. Like and follow on social media for new product launches and more. Mr. Knickerbocker, a Clemson tradition store since 1973. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. With the largest coverage of any sports talk station in the Upstate, nobody does it better than us. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Where every day is game day. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Morgan and I doing our head bounce. Get that going. I know you are in the car as well. Yeah. You have to, for sure. Um, Welcome back. Glad to have you with us here on a, what's going to be a nice day today. Let me give you the latest weather. I got this, this weather person checks in with us now or texts or says, well, you know that's 80% of your zip code or whatever. No, no, no. I'm going to put that to bed. No, 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 no. <laughs> because, like, oh, so you get this idea. They say, well, that just means that 80% of the area is going to get rain rather than 80% chance of rain. No, because, like, zip codes are small. I live in a 29631. But you know that because I have 29631 tattoo. No, I was kidding. I live in 29631. <laughs> <laughs> across, your, across your neck there? Yeah, yeah, right there. See, see that? <laughs> And and so there's no way you can tell me that that eighty percent of that area is going to get rain or not rain. It's a small area, man. Like a small cloud can cover that. A small rain. It's not eighty percent of the area. And it passes as it passes all the way through. There's a hundred percent chance that that, that it's going to rain in that little small area. I don't buy that at all. Anyway, sixty nine degrees today. It's going to be. I think. Who knows? An hour later, it, they might change it to fifty two or whatever. Anyway, they don't know. 
They just don't know. Here's what I do know. In case you missed the show today, we've talked an awful lot about Clemson basketball, uh, record-setting win. We've talked an awful lot about quarterbacks in the NFL draft. We've talked an awful lot about Clemson softball and Clemson baseball. In case you missed any of it, podcast. Check them out, podcast. Hours one and two already up, Morgan? Yep, already there. Thanks to MT doing that. But don't listen to it yet. Listen to this hour now. Yes. And then wait. That's right. I gave Morgan the Breaking Bad, Netflix, Full Swing, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Sling Blade, and Raising Arizona, to which he shot me down. He big-timed me. Didn't even put them in his book. Said, I'm not even going to put those in. I'm not even going to take note on any of those. I get it. Uh, I also talked about that Tiger Woods is going to be playing at 304 today. I need to check the weather forecast for Pacific Palisades, California where Riviera is. That's L.A. And what's that going to look like? But I do have future prop bets for Tiger Woods. Are you ready, Morgan Thomas? Yes. (laughs) We need prop bet music. We do. (laughs) Come up with some prop bet music over there while I look up the forecast. You know... I know you. I, you know I told you about this between the break. We should we yeah. should just use this right here. You know, like your your favorite show. Prop bets. Yeah, prop bets music. This is a segment about nothing. <laughs> um, Riviera's a par seventy-one. Riviera Country Club. Opening round over under Tiger Woods seventy-three and a half. How many pars will Tiger Woods make in round one? Over under 10 and a half. This is from sportsbetting.com. 10 and a half pars. How many birdies will Tiger have in round one? Over under three and a half. How many bogeys Tiger Woods have in round one? Over under four and a half. Will Tiger Woods play a bogey free round? Yes, plus 2,000. No, minus 10,000. Will Tiger Woods record an eagle in round one? Yes, plus 550. No, minus 1,000. Will Tiger Woods make a hole in one? Yes is plus 15,000. I'd go even higher than that. Uh, Will Tiger Woods record a two in round one? Twos don't add up very quickly on a scorecard. Yes plus 140, no minus 170. Tiger Woods' longest hole putt over under is 20 and a half feet. I'll go under. Tiger Woods' total putts for round one, 32 and a half over under. 32 and a half. Is that good? Uh, No, that's not good. Okay. Wait, wait. 18 divided by... Multiply. Yeah, no, okay. Not okay, gotcha. Tiger Woods total three putts in round one. Over under is one. Tiger Woods total fairways in regulation. He's got he's got uh par seventy one. Well, he's got fourteen fairways. Seven and a half. Tiger Woods longest drive in round one. Three hole five point five. This is over under. What will happen first in the tournament? Tiger Woods chips in from off the green or Tiger Woods records an eagle plus one sixty for chips in, eagle minus two hundred. What will happen, Tiger Woods? First round, uh, first in round one, a birdie at three minus three twenty-five, or a bogey at plus two fifty. Which player will be closest to the pin on number six in round one? Roy McIlroy plus one seventy sixty-five, Justin Thomas plus one seventy-five, Tiger Woods plus one eighty-five. Which player will have the most birdies in round one? Roy McIlroy plus one thirty, Justin Thomas plus one fifty, Tiger Woods plus three twenty-five. I mean, this is a complete guess. Wh- which one will be closer to the pin on a specific hole? Yep, number six. I would. This why is would you, you even want to do that? Side? Because you're a degenerate gambler and you have to gamble on something. Which player has the most bogeys or worse in round one? Tiger minus 125. Justin Thomas plus 275. Roy plus 300. 
Will Tiger Woods be in the top 10 after round one? Yes, plus 800. No, minus 1,500. Top 20 after round one? Yes, plus 350. No, minus 500. Top 40 after round one? Yes, plus 800. No, minus 1,500. Uh, will he finish in the top 30? Yes, plus 275. No, minus 450. And finally, will Tiger Woods withdraw from the tournament? Yes, plus 700. No, minus 2,000. Things will you can bet on. Well, he withdrew well, last I year. Wish, I don't want to bet negative on somebody like that. Hey, man, money's money. <laughs> money is money. Those are your meaningless prop bets. <laughs> prop bets of the day. It's, the about, it's about, about nothing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, You know, like I said, I'm not really a gambler myself at all. I don't, I don't do any of that. And so only, only thing I bet on is myself. I will tell you this, Morgan. The only advice I have to you in gambling, besides don't do it, Okay. All right. Step two. Number two is you have to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. All right. Just a little advice for you. Don't write that down in your book because that's your your business book over there. I can't even make your business book. Huh. Um, Sounds like a song. Yeah. Oh, uh, Prop Bet Money. Money by Pink Floyd. Money! Oh, there it is. The gamble. On a train bound for nowhere. <laughs> met up with the gamble. Oh, man. Uh, 654 Roar on our Adams & Co. roofing text line. Texture wants to know... Oh, I can't read that one on the air. You saw the one I can't read on the air, right? <laughs> Isn't it funny how your eye just goes to that one that I you know. can't read? You got... 30-something thousand texts right I here in know. your face. Why and it goes to the one that you know you can't I say. I know. How did it do that? <laughs> oh, man. I, I that has hap- If you watch me on YouTube, that has happened many, many times. I'll get On YouTube, you get, like, bots and stuff that will start yeah. to chat in, and it will be stuff that you just don't want to repeat. And, there you uh, go. I would be like, all right, welcome in. Thanks for getting in. Thanks for getting in the chat. Oh, I can't believe I can't say that. But. Brent from me, I do want to tell you this. Brent from Easley says, Doyle Hargraves, the best and most accurate movie character of all time. But Morgan won't know that because Morgan will not watch Sling Blade. Yeah, somebody texted me and said, hey, you've, I've, been, I've been sending you all these jokes, one-liners from the movie and just realized you don't even know what I'm talking about. I know. Like I said, it's one of those things where you just laugh and you don't know why you're laughing. That's, that's me. That's me most days, actually. It would be different if I, if I steered you wrong. Because I, I do have this in my life, okay? I do have people who will go, well, first of all, in music, you can't tell someone to listen to your music. No one, no one cares about your music. You like your music. I like my music. For me to get you to like my music, no, that's just a, it's a, it's too hard of a sell. I, I'm 54 years old. I know what music I like. Okay. So you can't talk me into liking your music. You can't make me a mixtape and all of a sudden <laughs> I'm going to be you know, hooked on this. Let me get you a, let me burn a CD for you. <laughs> right, right. You can't do that. That doesn't work. But but I do have friends of mine that that will say, "Hey man, have you have you read this book? Which I don't read. But have you watched this movie?" <laughs> and then I'll watch it and I'll go, "Dude, that sucked." <laughs> and so from there on, you lose credibility. I, I, in no way, shape, or form have I given you something so far that you didn't like. I don't know why I don't have any credibility with you. Well, I technically haven't really tried any of right. the suggestions that you've given me, so I guess I have to kind of take a leap of faith here and. And trust, uh, you know, you yes. trust you on some of your, 
I, to be honest with you, you haven't steered me wrong on any of the music yet. I haven't steered you wrong on anything yet in life. You're trying to buy uh, some know, Maserati. Like, I'm going, like, no, man, don't spend that much money on a car. You got good cars. <sighs> you know, what? what is, who needs an extra 1500 bucks a month? Spend it on a car. <laughs> well. Now, you're over here telling me just rent a car. That's what Dave Ramsey no, would say. No. You want to show off, rent a car. Oh, you got to go somewhere, rent a car. Uh, you, you, I, want the, I want the payment, man. No, I don't want the payment. No, here's the thing. So you're talking about taking a, a car for a trip. Okay, yeah. You're worried about when your car's taking on a trip. Well, you rent a car for a weekend to save yourself thousands you and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You could. I'm just trying to help you, man. I'm just trying to help you. Doug in Clemson says, listening to one of the experts who's pretty good on the golf predictions, usually he says he doesn't believe Tiger will, will make the cut at this course. It's very difficult. It's long, and you have to be long off the tee, and, and you're going to grow the rough up, and it's going to wear Tiger out, and if he's in the rough spraying it left and right, then what do you think about this, Mickey? Thanks. Yeah, Riviera. Tiger Woods has not played very well at Riviera. Even though he was born and raised near the golf course, he's played the golf course many, many times. He made his pro debut as an amateur. You would say there. this is his home course? No, it's not his home course. Okay, what's his home course? Well, now he lives down in Windermere, Florida. Well, I mean, but this is technically his home course, right? No. Why would you? Why would this not be his home course? You just said all those things. How could it not be his home course? Well, because he grew up near there, not on the golf course, and because there's 500 golf courses near him where he grew up in Southern California. But this is where he made his debut. He made his, his as an amateur, like 15 years old or something, he played there. Sounds like a home course to me. No, his home course is where you live, where you play the most. Where is he at, not sponsoring this event? He is. He's a Genesis guy, yes. Sounds like a home course to me. Yes. But even when healthy, Tiger Woods has struggled at Riviera. He's just not played very well there in the past. Likes the golf course, suits his eye. But just doesn't hit it very well there. Doesn't put it very well there. And it's a quirky little golf course, too, now. It's got a bunch of bad stuff in there. But but even in his prime, he's never won at Riviera. It's one of the few places that he's played at multiple times. Wow. And number one, he's played 11 times as a pro and really only had one chance to win. He tied for second in, in 99. So what's his biggest problem? Why can't he win there? At Riviera? Yeah. Uh, well, number one, he just hadn't played well there. But it, it's... It's a quirky little golf course. It's got some quirky shots into it. But there's no real true explanation. He likes the golf course. It's weird that you like a place <laughs> and you don't play well. You know how you know what are good golf courses? The ones you play well at. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So so somebody steps off the course at, at some place and they'll go, oh, man, I didn't like that course. Oh, yeah, what would you shoot, 95? Well, no wonder you didn't like it. You go shoot 72 somewhere and you go, oh, man, I love that place. Well, yeah, you played well. Tiger likes it. Oh, man. But he just doesn't play very well there. Wicked stick. I never want to go back there. I had the worst. Where the, the heck worst. is Wicked Stick? It's Myrtle Beach, I think. Oh, I can't remember. Man. Yeah, I don't ever want to go back there. Just because you played bad. So yeah. It's a, so it's a terrible course. Horrible. It's just Mean not designed well. well you know, they, they need to improve the design so that I can play better. Yeah, but meanwhile, somebody else played great there, and they go, oh, man, I love Wicked Stick. You ever play Wicked Stick? You got to go to Wicked Stick. I think it's Wicked Stick. I don't Never heard of it. Myrtle Beach? Nah. Yeah, the Wicked Stick. Yeah. Wicked Stick links. Yeah. Surfside. Played terrible. John Daly. John Daly plays. Uh, well, that's that's a play on words because he won at Crooked Stick. <laughs> that's where he won his PGA Championship. <laughs> so. It looks like the best odds are John Rahm. 
Texas Tech is a housing complex now. Like, there's not even there. It's closed. Well, good. That's what they should have done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah they Get took, it out of here. They took your advice. They didn't want to do anything with it's it. It's a terribly designed golf course. Nobody could win there. Hey, on a very serious note, you asked me a question earlier before the show. <laughs> and you, the question was, this, this is the best question you've asked all day. Does... What happened in Little John last night? Does that say more about Clemson or more about Florida State? And I said both. Well, before, let, let's be clear. Florida State's Cleveland, their leading score was out. And they didn't play all that well. But to, to say that takes away from what Clemson did last night. And it had little to do with Clemson shooting 60% from the field and 48% from three. And and scoring 38 points in the paint and 31 points off turnovers and the bench scoring 36 points last night. So my answer to that is it says something about both. It says something about how well Clemson played, how well P.J. Hall and, and Hunter. You know, really, Clemson is, is Chase Hunter. It's bad to say it, but when Chase Hunter plays well, like last night, seven of nine from the field, two of three from three, six assists, one turnover, they're going to win. He he was. <laughs> I've never seen this before. In plus minus last night, Chauncey Wiggins was plus sixteen. You know what plus minus is. Plus minus is were y'all positive or negative? How far were you in, in the in the positive or negative when you're on the court? So Chauncey Wiggins, when he was in, Clemson outscored Florida State by sixteen points. When Hemingway was in, is eighteen. Ben Middlebrooks was plus sixteen. Josh Beadle was plus 19. P.J. Hall, when, when P.J. Hall was in the game, Clemson outscored Florida State by 23 points. 20 for Galloway and Hunter, 15 for Shefflin. I've never seen this before. Chase Hunter last night, a plus minus, 45. I have never, <laughs> ever seen that before. Hey, you got to feel bad for Darren Green Jr. last night. He was minus 39 and plus minus. <laughs> Short break. Final segment of a Thursday show right after this. Why wait? Start your spring cleaning today and get insanely clean home with zero res carpet and air duct cleaning. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plowler, at The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $119 plus a free hallway. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Hello, sports fans. This is Bozy Boggs of the Boggs Law Firm, located in Greenville, South Carolina, but serving the upstate for over 20 years. We've always been happy to be long-term sponsors of the Mickey Plyler Show, WCCP. Just thank all the listeners who have used our firm in the past. And anyone who has a legal question in the future, don't hesitate to call us at 233-8066 or find us on the web at www.bogslawfirm.com. No case is too big or small, and I'd be happy to talk to you personally about your situation. And if I can't help you, I'll find someone that does. Mix and match two for $5 scratch-made biscuits at Bojangles. It's Bo time. Winning multiple Ford President's Awards and top-notch online reviews are two reasons why George Coleman Ford should be your choice for your next new or pre-owned vehicle. Every week, customers like you post online reviews raving about the buying experience at George Coleman Ford. It's like nothing they've experienced. No hidden fees and straight-up honest customer service. And with new inventory arriving monthly, George Coleman Ford is committed to satisfying you. The best is found in Traveler's Rest, George Coleman Ford. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 
or online at cantycanfixit.com. One day, your Honda, Acura, Lexus, or Toyota is going to need an oil change. And there's that question, where do I take it? Before you make that decision, ask yourself what you're getting. Do they test drive your vehicle? Do they rotate your tires? Do they glance at the brakes? Or remove the tires and provide an exact measurement of your brake pads? What about suspension? Fluids? At First Class Halt, an oil change means so much more than routine maintenance. Come experience the difference. FirstClassHalt.com, your dealership alternative in Anderson and Greenville. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor? McNeely's Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com. Or call Matt for a quote today, 828-553-4338. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you debt consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson & King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. The Mickey Plyler Show. Experience and a name you can trust. Or whatever else those news anchor promos use. On 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar. Where every day is game day. Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starship. Good job. Welcome back. 654-ROAR. Paul is in Ennery. Paul, thanks for hanging on. How you doing this morning? Just fine, buddy. Did you put your snow tires on the other week? Yeah. When put the chains on them. <laughs> I still got the chains on. I need to take the chains off pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, I got the I snow tires on. I said, I need to. I said, I forgot to call Mickey and see if he checked if he put his uh, chain on. I said, we do that every year for 20 years. But anyway, uh, yeah, Wicked Stick, 
down at Surfside, I, I got a memory of that. The first time I ever played it, buddy of mine, his family was down at the same time I was. So we, we said, let's hook up over the wicked stick and we'll go play it. So there's another couple, our older couple, lady and her husband said, do you mind if we play with it? They were out of no kind. I said, no, man, we don't, don't mind at all. So first hole I birded. I said, man, this is going to be easy. The rest of the rest of the course we got whacked and it was no, mostly her not him <laughs> i walked out with my head down but uh yeah it's it's not even open anymore i, I played it probably two or three times but it's, it's already closed down uh we're getting text yeah. messages from people right now um normally i don't like the idea of a golf course is closing down for a residential but but neighborhood but i understand yeah. it was such a goat ranch that maybe it just improved things yeah, that's that's yeah, that's where it wasn't that great a course, but it, I, I played it a couple times. But I found out one thing on uh, social media. You better not say anything about John Daly. I was just talking about how he wasted his career. You know, it's a shame. My God, I got bombarded. I mean, it was like I, I, I was putting down Jesus or something. You know, no. it was awful. You know, a lot, a lot of people like old Big John, and I, I do too. But I was just. Making a statement, though, it's a shame that what he did with his career. Well, and his body so and his better. life and all that kind of stuff, too. But, you know, we had John Daly on the yeah. show one time. He was promoting a yeah. tequila or a vodka or some whatever, and we had him on the show. And uh, I was never really a huge fan. But you know how, like, when, when people like you, like, it makes you like a bigger fan? So at the end of the interview, he said, hey, man, I don't normally like doing these things, but, but uh, I like talking to you. That was fun. I went, hey, man, I'm a big John Daly fan now. So, no, nah, he, yeah. he's, he's yeah, a different I'm, character. He's a totally yeah, different dude. I've always been a fan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's just, you know, I think a lot of people think he's just a regular old Joe, you know, like the rest of us. But anyway. But, uh, Mickey, what? Let me ask you a question about ACC basketball. All right. Would you put this in the top three worst ACC it's been in since 1953? So, I mean, can you, can you remember another season this bad? No, it, it's it's bad. I, I don't know. Um, you know, comparing years, I have to go back and look how to quantify all that. Yeah. But it, it it's been bad. I tell you, it's got the league has depth to it. Um, uh, and so you ask yourself, is it parity or is it mediocrity? Um, the problem is that outside of say Virginia, you just don't have those. You know, those high ranked. I think Miami might be the best team in the league. Yeah, I do too. I think they—they they're really quick. They really yeah. quick. I noticed that the other when they played, yeah. they're really quick. Now, I've noticed it when they played North Carolina, how quick they were. I was watching that game, but but it, it does do feel weird. It, it, it feels weird that when you look at the ACC and you see that, I mean, North Carolina's eight and seven in the league, and Duke is nine and six right. in the league, and Syracuse is nine and six in the league, and Louisville man makes it so bad, and Florida State's not very good, and some of the powers in, in years past just aren't what they have been. Um, I do think there's good teams in the league. I just think that outside of – and maybe Pittsburgh is, is underrated, but maybe outside of Virginia and Miami, I don't see, like, Final Four contenders, and I don't see – it's just – and part of that's having to do with coaching. You know, we went from, from great coaches to now, and I'm just not sure that right. it's a great coaching league at this point. Yeah, do you think if um, – what do you think Clemson going to have to do down the stretch? What, we got five left maybe? We yeah. got – if we lose one of those games, you think we're on the bubble or, or the well, next four out of 
first four he enters on. Well, I, I think that they're clearly on the bubble right now. And and part of that bubble, yeah. anytime you do bubble assessment, and then you got to look at who else is on the bubble. So like, what, what, what else happens in other leagues? And and uh, if, a, if a team is normally in, like a Charleston would be in no matter what. So is that a one-bid league or two-bid league? And th- So that's what bubble watch comes down to. As it turns out, I think Clemson is going to beat Louisville. Uh, on Saturday, even though they did play better against Virginia last night, I think they'll they'll yeah, beat. Yeah, they did. They look good. They look better. Night. They'll beat Syracuse at home. They'll beat Notre Dame at home. I, I think that they'll be underdogs at NC State, underdogs at Virginia. So you know that that'll put them at a four and two finish in the last six, five and two in the, in the remaining game, five and three in the remaining. I'm sorry, three and two in the remaining five games. Uh, and then that's a that's a pretty clear bubble. The problem is that net ratings wise, Florida State and Louisville and Notre Dame don't give you a whole lot there. So you can't really mess up anything there. And, and then maybe needing to win in the ACC tournament to get out of the play-in type thing. You can't afford to lose to Louisville or Syracuse or Notre Dame. You can lose to NC State and Virginia still get in. But there, 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 yeah, so. yeah, some big games coming up. Uh, and again, the, on the bubble watch, it almost has more to do with what other teams do because there's so many on there. And like I said, any upsets in those conference tournaments can certainly throw you for a loop. Right, you see where our, our, our girl Nikki Haley's running for president, huh? I saw that. Uh, yeah. Nikki Haley has a 0.0% chance of winning the presidential election in 2020. So you remember the argument we used to have about Nikki Haley and uh, what's her name in Alaska? Uh, who was the best looking one? Yeah, Sarah Palin. And you, and what, I, I was going to get to meet Nikki Haley one time out at Chiefs when you were yeah, out there. Yeah, she was, was there. Look at, and you said, well, come. Yeah, well, what happened? I had my, I drove my Jeep and I let top down. You remember, if you don't, you remember that day, it was a heck of a storm. Yes. And I had to part way down. And by the time I got there and I seen you and I said, well, where's she at? She said, well, she's already gone. I said, darn. Because you told me, you, you told me she looked better in person than she did on. Well, I told you know, her too. She, she actually got a picture. First yeah. of all, and I'll tell the story, Paul. Hey, I yeah. appreciate the phone call, man. Have, have a great day. Yeah, see you, buddy. All right, buddy. Uh, so we're doing a preview show from Chiefs in, in Greenville one year. This has been she was running for governor. What's that? Fifteen years ago, and, <laughs> and and her campaign manager comes up. We're doing on air broadcast, right? And the campaign manager comes up and goes, "Hey, uh, gubernatorial candidate Nikki Haley wants to come on uh, the show with you." And I was like, and, and I forgot who her program director was at the time. I was like, "Hey, uh, this person wants to come on the show." He goes, "No way, no how. It's a sports talk show." I was like, "All right." So I told him no. I had to go tell the person, nah, man, you can't, you can't come on. I hope she wins the presidency. That way you can say we turned down the president on the air. Anyway, so <laughs> I didn't know who she was, and but she wanted her picture made with us or her team, you know, whatever, promotions type stuff. And, Somebody has uh, a team around them. Oh, it's yeah. It's a big deal. So they got her picture made with us. I stand right beside her and put her arms around her. And, man, I was single. I didn't know. I didn't know she's married. I went, hey, uh, you looking good, Guff? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, she said, well, not governor yet, but will be. I was like, all right, good. I've always liked Nikki Haley. I think she's great. Uh, Clemson Board of Trustee and daughter goes there and all. I think she's great. Unfortunately, there's a 0.0% chance that she's the president of the United Maybe States. It could be in 2024, at least. I don't know where the... DeSantis goes. Haley. Maybe it could be that. See, that's what you do. You run for president, mm-hmm. and hopefully you get to be the Secretary of State or the uh, Supreme Court Justice, maybe, or... You know, you, you're on, or the depart, or, or, or the uh, what's what's the uh, Mayor Pete guy, uh, Secretary of Transportation. You want a cabinet position. That's what you're. That's what you're trying to get when you have no chance at winning. Right? You want 
you do that in order to get that in there. Hey, Ben Mills had to send me something great. I didn't know this. Clemson basketball went up 13 spots after last night. I checked earlier, and it hadn't been done yet. But how about that, man? So Florida State actually helped Clemson. That's great. So the Tigers moved up in the in the net ratings last night uh, and currently sit at 64, actually 14 spots. They were 78 by the time the game tipped off last night, 78 to 14, 14 spots. That's great news. So remember they so won. They're, they're 78 now, or they moved up from They moved then? up from 78 to 64. Well, that's the 68, right? You no, know, you can't do that because there's automatic bids in there. Oh. So teams outside of that. No, normally you got to be in like the top 30 to 35-ish if you're not an automatic qualifier. This, this is rigged. <laughs> but I, I was shocked by that when he sent me that. That's great news. Great news. And, and that great news is our Brad Hughes going the extra mile. Appreciate Ben upper upper management sending us that. That's great news. Moving up. Hey, you beat Louisville, might move up. You beat those other teams, might move on up. That like was George the extra mile. Like he, I saw him stop his car yeah. to text you that. That's, great. that's the extra mile. I love it. That's the second mile. That's what they say at Chick Fil A. Uh, he took the second mile. Brad Hughes at AllState.com two nine two three zero zero one. Get in touch with him. He certainly help you out. Brad Hughes Insurance.com. Brad Hughes can help you out with uh, mile wise. You might be saving more money. And you might be paying over 50% less on your automotive insurance if you uh, you go with the great friends over at Brad Hughes and Brad Hughes Allstate Insurance Agency. Uh, we have time for the music today. Try to get four minutes of content into two minutes. It's time for the two-minute drill on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Now, here's Mickey. Um, well, you pointed to me. I'm not yeah. Mickey. So he said, here's Mickey. Yeah, we got to change the music. On By that, the way, yeah. uh, on Jefferson Starship, yes. the lead singer. Yeah. The lead singer is Mickey Thomas. Oh, uh, and Grace Slick. But Mickey, you, Thomas, me. Oh, oh, get I it? get it now. Yeah. Yes. You know? I don't we're Jefferson Starship. If I don't have to already just just stump for this, which I have already done, if you haven't, go watch, listen to the podcast. This weekend is a huge week, weekend for softball and baseball. Baseball starts off their season against Binghamton. Softball hosts Northwestern and Ohio State, plays them both this weekend, and they went to the regionals and the College World Series. So big time, be there, be there. Uh, I love it. Uh, big time weekend for sure. Hey, my two minutes are brought to you by Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com. For all of your real estate needs, it's ericnewton.com. We can certainly help you out. Uh, when I mention Eric Newton, I know that, that um, uh, no one knows more about real estate in the Clemson area than ericnewton.com. My two minute drill Notre Dame stays in house with their offensive coordinator hire. They hired uh, the tight ends coach, uh, Jared Parker. Wait a minute. Parker, 42-year-old. Internal hire? Yes. Oh, boy. Mm. 42-year-old from Huntington, West Virginia. He played at Kentucky. He was a wide receiver, even though it looks like an offensive lineman at Kentucky. He His coaching career started at Racing Worthy High School in 2005 and 6, then went to Kentucky as a GA in 2007, was a support guy at UT Martin in 08, 09, 2010. Marshall wide receiver coach in 11 and 12. Purdue tight end and recruiting coordinator in 13 and 14. Wide receiver coach at Purdue in 15 and 16. Purdue interim head coach in 2016. Was a quality assistant guy on 17 at Duke. Wide receiver coach at Duke in 18. Wide receiver coach at Penn State in 19. Wide receiver coach, offensive coordinator at West Virginia in 20 and 21. Notre Dame's tight end coach in 22. Now is the offensive coordinator. Wow. As the interim head coach at Purdue, though, he went 0 and 6. 
I mean, that was a laundry list of things. That's not just your typical, you know, internal hire. Yes. This guy's got some experience. Um, yes, good good hire there. We think we'll see it. Notre Dame coming up for that. Uh, let me thank Paul Strelo, TigerIllustrator.com. Morgan Thomas, Morgan Thomas Show. Uh, check him out um, with that coming up. Always enjoy that for sure. Um, tomorrow, busy show plan for you, so check in there. Up next, Brad and John, two of my favorite people. Friends, have a wonderful Thursday. More importantly, tune in tomorrow. That's when we will see you on the radio. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. M&J Auto Parts is your local independent auto parts warehouse. If you have an import, domestic,